I have interviewed Adrian Mayo probably three or four times uh, so far. I've been lucky enough to talk about uh, the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way, where she is president and CEO, and uh, president and CEO of the United Way of Columbia and Montour County. But this is actually the first time we've been in the same room. So welcome aboard. Welcome. It's really fun to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for coming in. Very much appreciated. So I'm glad to see you. And you brought Danielle uh, Velkoff, and she is the marketing strategist for Columbia and Montour counties. Hello. Nice to be here. Yeah, welcome aboard. Thank you so much for coming in. I think we got a lot to talk about. I, I think one of the things I always try to capture when we talk about the United Way is, uh, you know, this old <laughs> biblical illustration. You don't teach people, you don't give people to fish, you teach them to fish. And I I think that's really important. So the, that is the United Way's mission and goal and mindset as it has grown over the years. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, I think that we are all about uh, enabling self-sufficiency. I think that that teaching people to fish comes in a lot of different forms. And um, we really love to talk about, you know, even mentorship. We don't have, you know, some people in our community don't have the opportunity to have someone to call when they need something. So, you know, that teaching someone to fish. We, we'll talk about it. comes in a lot of different forms, but we do love to empower people. Well, obviously, one of the things that you've been in the news for recently is not empowering people. It's mm -hmm. losing money. Uh, what, $138,000 on right. a concert? Tell us a little bit about how that happened and, and what impact it's had on the United Way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the one thing, um, you know, I do want to say, just to be clear, is I can't speak for things for, um, you know, that I wasn't there for. So the Live United Live concert happened in June of 2021 after being postponed multiple times due to COVID. Uh, I came in in July of 2021, so just the next month, which is kind of a, a funny thing. Um, Welcome on board. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, of course, the concert has been something that we've been, you know, really working through as an organization. We, to be clear, are not in the business to do large-scale events and lose money. That's not what we want for our community. We think that, you know, the ticket sales uh, just really weren't where we were hoping they were going to be at. We were in the middle of a pandemic we're really you know pushed to do the concert because of some contractual obligations there you know we, it was just really time to do it as things opened up we can remember you know last june we were kind of no masks vaccines had just become a thing we felt it was the right time um but the ticket sales just weren't there but uh, i can assure everybody that the uh you know the united way staff and our especially our executive committee at greater susquehanna valley have really you know all come to together and said, how do we make sure that something like this doesn't happen again? That's a main priority. Where'd you get the money to cover the shortfall then? Danielle, do you want to cover that one? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, happy to. Um, I just want to uh, set the record straight. Uh, the daily item did say that the PPP loan was um, used to cover and cover the cost of the concert, and that is not correct. The PPP loan was used appropriately, and we really want and need people <laughs> to understand that it was used for salaries and utilities, exactly what that PPP loan was designated for. Um, and the key thing here is, this was mentioned in the article, is that it was forgiven. And the only way that it can be forgiven is if it was used appropriately. So they wouldn't have forgiven it if we didn't use it appropriately. So just to clear that up straight out the gate, PPP loan was used correctly and was used appropriately. And um, 
in talking about how we covered the loss, because it was a loss and it is a mistake, and we're aware of that, and we are learning from that, as Adrian had said, you know, we are putting in some checks and balances to our policies and procedures to really help mitigate and limit any loss and also increase accountability for any future events that we do. This is something that we've been working hard on ever since Adrian came on board in July, and we were kind of assessing the company and looking at best practices and all of the pieces that we were really hoping to, you know, as when a new CEO comes in, they do an assessment. Hey, what, you know, fresh eyes, let's take a look at what we've got going on here. So, um, we have an allocation process um, that's intricately tied to our operating budget. So whenever someone sends a donation into the United Way, if they've allocated it to a partner agency, to a fund, to a program, that immediately comes right off, you know, right out and gets sent aside for all of those funds. So they go directly to what the donor wants it to go to. If they send something to us that's what we call an unrestricted fund or general donation for us to use as, you know, we see fit, that really goes into this larger pool where we ha- we take that money and either put it towards allocations in the forms of grants to our partner agencies or it goes towards our operating budget. Um, but to be very clear, that, that money that we're left with is all after things have been designated and pulled aside. So, out of so the, if I donate money for charity, that is where it goes. Yeah. And so our operating budget that we had allocated for our operating budget, that's what covered the financial loss for the the concert. Well, so, in your defense, you've been not lucky, but not invincible is the word that comp- pops into my mind. But the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way has just grown exponentially over yes. the years. Because of ultra-forward-thinking people on the board, and I mean, I think of the Tammy Radicke and the Carrie Albright and the Joanne Troutman. I mean, these are some of the women in the world who uh, are, are like two steps ahead of me. They <laughs> they think big. You know, I once had somebody I interviewed once say, the trouble with people around here is they think small, and it wasn't really the kindest thing to say, but he was trying to point out that there are some big thinkers. Well, half of the biggest thinkers in our area are on your board. So uh, between the executive directors and the boards, not invincibility, but most of the things that you tried, this big thinking, had worked in previous years. Yeah, well, we really appreciate that. And I'll tell you, um, it was intimidating to come in as president and CEO of Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way. I mean, I knew we were bringing great people. Look at Danielle here. Um, But big thinking, big ideas, you know, just really, um, you know, outside the box. That's like such a cliche thing to say, but you know, we just, and I think that that was part of this concert is, could we try it? Could we do it? And, you know, unfortunately, COVID kind of said, no, we can't. The the concert was, you know, thought of before COVID-19 was even, you know, uh, a thing. So, you know, they tried it. They think big. This one didn't work out. But, you know, and I appreciate the invitation to come on because I think we're going to talk about some other big thinking that we're carrying out now. And that's, you know, that's where we'd like to stay focused is where, you know, we're always moving forward and we are trying and everyone on our board and, and our entire staff, amazing people who are just really wanting to do the right thing in the community. Well, the big thinkers who were there and who created this project, uh, you had a chance to cancel it after the first year, right? When it failed, you didn't have to renew for the second year. I mean, didn't anybody look at the downside of this and say, well, gee, what is the absolute worst that can happen to us here? And well, oh, gee, it's losing hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know? 
is even taking a risk like that, I know it's thinking outside the box, but is it a reasonable thing for a charitable organization to do? I want to be clear that we're... Um and this is, you know, we just want to clarify, we are not doing the concert again this year. This We have no fiduciary connection to the Live United Live concert that's happening this year. It's really being run by the David Z Foundation. Um, if there's any loss, it will not affect our organization. We are involved in name only. And is that confusing? Yes. So <laughs> we are, we're actually looking into um, what our options are, um, because as the article did say, there was an MO, you know, an MOA, a, a memorandum of understanding, and it's very confusing. And we are very concerned about brand, you know, brand trust and making sure that people can trust us. And we we really did learn from our mistake, which is why we're not involved in the concert this year. Did anybody ever rebuke the board for allowing this to happen? I mean, I, when Joe was the boss here, I would go to him and say, Joe, we should buy a new fire truck, paint it blue and white, put WKOK on the side with ladders and antennas and stuff. You know, he would just kind of roll his eyes because he is responsible and he knows that wouldn't work. And he had a board that would say, well, no, we're not buying any fire trucks. Did your board ever put the brakes on this that you, either of you know of? I think we'll just go back to the fact that we're really trying to make sure that in the future there's best practices in place. You know, I think that, um, as as you've already mentioned, Mark, you know, there's just, there was so much going on during the pandemic and, you know, truly Greater Susquehanna Valley's United Way stepped up in a way that I can say from running a neighboring United Way at the time, you know, was just so forward thinking, making sure that, you know, Wi-Fi was in place for kids who are not in school, that they really had the connection so that they could do schooling, making sure that our nonprofits had, you know, supplies in place and the PPE they needed. I think this one was just an, you know, an honest miss, but, you know, we'll make sure it's not a miss a second time. Well, with the money that you did have to use to make up uh, for the shortfall in the concert, how does that impact on your operations going forward since it was money that was intended to or could have been put to other uses. I mean, how can you recover? Are you recovered? Or is it going to take some time for you to recover? I don't think it's any mis... Like, COVID hit nonprofits really hard. And again, you know, as Adrian had already said, the concert was conceived in 2019. Like, that's when the idea to have the concert was. No one knew that a pandemic was going to hit. And then, as we said, multiple postponements, um, contractual obligations, you know, and there's something there, too. You know, we didn't want to renege on the contracts that we had with the bands, you know, the artists and freelancers and those that industry was hit extremely hard as well. And we wanted to make sure we honored our contractual obligations. In doing so, we took we took a loss. And... Um, Yes, we're we're putting new procedures in place. We're putting those checks and balances to make sure that we limit that liability. There's accountability. There's a whole a whole another step of level and process of approval for events. Um, so we are doing everything we can to make sure that we do not do this. You know, we want to have the utmost transparency. That's why we're saying, yeah, we made a mistake. We own it completely, and we're learning from it by doing all of these things, by adding these new layers of protection. And we do believe that the um, we want to see that level of transparency and stewardship that we believe our community deserves and that we ourselves want to see. So... 
Well, you've been very forthcoming in answering our questions. So the next obvious question is, you're talking about recovering. Where do where does the United Way go from here? What are you looking forward to doing? What what? How are you going to recover? And we're going to answer that in a moment. Uh, oh, so right, we're going to find. Oh, no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> that is a perfect pivot point to talking about the future. And even without uh, you know this concept, the United Way has got to change in the years ahead. I hear that from every nonprofit that sits on that side of the table. They said, you know, this idea of just asking for a donation and then super serving our audience is not a strong enough connection anymore. So we're going to talk about the future of the United Way. If somebody has a question for our guests, uh, we have the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way Executive Director, or President and CEO, pardon me, uh, Adrian Mail here, and she's also President and CEO of the United Way of Columbia, Montour County. Daniel Velkoff is here. She's a marketing strategist at this moment for Columbia and Montour. But we're going to talk about this, again, this forward-thinking, big-thinking that we get from these boards around here, so we'll be talking about that uh, shortly on WK, okay? Alright, uh, where are we going from here as the United Way? What are you looking to accomplish going forward, and, and what are your plans for the future and your merger and everything else that's going on down there? Awesome. Well, I think uh, what I'll do is just take a minute super quickly to just make sure that everybody even knows what United Way does, because I think that, you know, so often we assume it, because we do it every day, but United Way, because we do, at, we do many things, but we have two really main arms of what we do, it's, you know, it's it's complex. So the one thing that we do, we've always done, and what people know us best for is our fundraising campaigns in the fall of every year. And that money uh, is, of course, the money that we use to run the organization. But more importantly, that money goes out to our partner agencies. And we fund organizations um, that do programming in education, uh, health, and financial stability. And we know that for our region, financial stability, you know, it's the biggie. It's really what we're trying to, you know, help people be safe secure, stable in their homes. But the fun thing that we do and the forward-thinking piece is really in this new community impact, collective impact work, where we get to say, what is the need of uh, you know of our local community? That's where we can really dig down into each individual community. What are the needs? And how do we bring our partner agencies, other community partners to the table and all work together? Because we have so much collective power in this community to make change here for ourselves. How do we do that? And in the best cases, uh, United Way can even help, and sometimes others too, infuse these programs with money. So so that when we have an idea, we can carry it forward. Well, I've always been uh, thought it was super noteworthy that the United Way really identifies needs in the communities and then identifies a solution, then finds a donor, a grant, a, a, a way to fund it. Instead of, if it were me, I'd think, okay, Joe, can I have $20? Yes. Okay, now I'm going to go find something to do with it, you know, to make it, to, to double it or to make it. But you guys find needs out there, fix them, and then say, okay, would you like to help along the way? A merger's being talked about. Uh, I guess it sort of has a, what, a semi-greenish light. I don't even know what to describe it. Depends on who you talk to. They kind of say it's either a done deal or certainly could happen. Yeah, well, I think it's unique that I have been running the two organizations now. Um, it really was so natural because Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way and Columbia Montour United Way have been working on shared programs and have been sharing staff actually for a good five years now. We really we recognize that our communities are all different but have very similar needs and uh, Joanne Troutman and I quite frankly have always had very similar views on how to run a United Way and really what that means for our communities. So it's been a beautiful partnership. So it was very natural for me to step in, make sure that nothing stopped because there was so much happening at Greater Susquehanna Valley United 
good way. Uh, you know, a real goal was to make sure that none of that ever got halted, that we could just kind of seamlessly move through, which for the most part, I think we have. But uh, there is going to be an official vote by both boards, uh, Greater Susquehanna Valley and Columbia Montour, coming very soon. Uh, and an official merger will take place, we believe, sometime this summer. And what's the advantage of being even bigger? So the advantage of being even bigger, a couple of different things. We're always, of course, really concerned about our bottom line, our budget. We're not merging because of the budget. Uh, you know, it's not a situation where either organization couldn't continue to run. But we do think that we could really be much more lean and mean if we were together. So that means more money to our partners. We like that. But really, the other advantage is that all of these programs that we're doing, we have seen that they work really well, five county, and we're able to go after much more competitive funds in a five county scope. Because you're, you know, a grantor, of course, would say, ooh, more people impacted. That's really great. We like that. So five county for us feels really natural. Um, and we think we'll be, you know, we've already actually seen just since I've been here nine, ten months, we've brought in um, quite a significant amount of money uh, through new grants and new partnerships to do the work of the community. So we want to just see that continue. One of our good listeners sends us a text with two quickie questions back on the concert. Did Joanne Troutman leave because of the concert? No, okay. no, definitely not. All right. And I'll ask the second one in a little bit because it ties to my future my question, which is the future of United Ways in general. Um, you, you're lucky enough that you get donations, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars, which is just fabulous around here, so that's great. But that number is going down. Nonprofit donations, uh, while our population increases, go down, but your budget goes up and up and up. What's the future? I guess we'll start with Danielle. What's the future of United Ways in general, or charities in general, and the greater Susquehanna Valley United Way? I think we always need to be innovating, and again, uh, Adrienne is uh, wonderful in this, and I, I've really enjoyed the time that I've had working with her because she is so forward-thinking. Um, but we really do need to innovate, and I will say, and Adrian, I think you can speak to this piece a little bit more, but, um, you know, we do value every dollar we get, and that's one thing that Adrian, I can, I can attest from my time having worked with her. I came on right before the pandemic mm -hmm. hit, so December of 2019, um, so we worked through <laughs> probably one of the most challenging seasons our entire, you know, nation, country has seen, um, but she accounts for every penny, and that's like one of the things I love about her is that she can, she loves and and it's a core belief of her, that transparency and being able to steward money well. Um, so I've always really appreciated that. However, we are seeing a drop in, you know, the way that we've worked um, with our workplace campaign. Um, it is kind of becoming an antiquated system. So we're really trying to also capture a new audience in our younger generation. Um, you know, our young people are so passionate and so activated by the issues that we we identified as core needs for our account our community so uh, like looking to the young people looking to their innovation but then also this is and this is where I I believe Adrian really shines is really going after those grant dollars because that's a big part of like what is really evolving into the program that we're working on now 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we're really aware of that. And quite frankly, so is United Way worldwide. So, yes, workplace campaigns, our individual donations, we're going to continue to try our best to go after those. But it's really this community impact work where we can bring people together, go after grants, yes, but other contracts. So I see that actually the question was around youth mental health, which I'm I'm really glad was brought up because youth mental health is probably, it's definitely one of the biggest needs. It's hard to say it's the biggest, but one of the biggest needs that's facing our region. It is serious and quite frankly, it is scary. Uh, we believe that the concert did really great work advocating on the, you know, on behalf of youth mental health to bring it to the forefront so that the community understands what a significant issue this is. We have um, right now an offer out for a new youth mental health coordinator. This is someone that's going to be working in our communities and with our schools to make sure that everybody has got a plan so that if a youth presents with a mental health issue that they can be you know addressed immediately and this is actually money that is coming from the schools have actually said this is such a big issue that they're putting in dollars to support this so it's not just grants it's how do we pull together all together schools putting in we have 17 school districts, so if every school district puts in just a very little bit, we can get this person going, and, and we are. That is currently happening. So it's really, it's just that outside the box, where can funds come that are a little bit differently, um, you know, secured, that we're really looking to do in the future. All right, we have a moment left. Uh, yeah, that, that last text that I said I would uh, merge into the question was, did any money go to uh, child mental health services or sort of a dedication? So that more than answers that. That's fine. Well, we have a moment left, so I'll kind of open up the mic. I really want to make sure that you leave here uh, telling folks just about uh, sort of how this, <laughs> I'm going to go back to that phrase, the think big mentality is there and how you help so many people, especially during the pandemic. I hope this doesn't leave a dark cloud over the United Way because I really just think that you do so much good around here. It's Maybe much I could of it ask unnoticed. a quick question sure. that, that might bring that out. You know, how do you respond to people who say, I used to give the United Way when they were helping charities. Now they're into social engineering. Why is that important? Hey, guess what? This is the best part. We do both. We are always going to take in those funds and send them out to partners. That will always be at the core of our belief system. It's how we were funded. We're just looking at it a little bit differently now. Now we can bring in grants that also go out to those partners. It's just, you get two for one essentially now. So honestly, for people who say that, I say, first of all, give me a call because I'd love to talk to you more about it. Um, but truly, we fund the partners, and now we're also, in addition, working on meeting community needs with our community. Like, you can't get better than that. Joe liked it when it was Sealance Grove Community Chest. He knew Dorothy Anderson <laughs> in person, so this would be long before our time, but uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Okay, anything else to add? Just a, We have a, just a moment left. Anything else you wish to say? I just, uh, we thank you for the opportunity to come in and set the record straight, but also share all the wonderful things that we're doing. You know, really the core of what we do at the United Way is put people first and put people at the forefront of what of what we do and it's with that lens that all decisions are made do we make mistakes yes are we willing to learn from them absolutely